I'm Katie, and welcome to Perspectives. Perspectives is a series of inspiring conversations with remarkable working women who are leading inspiring and successful lives. And I can't think of anyone better to talk with than my friend, the CEO of the Female Quotient, Shelly Zalis. Shelly, welcome. Oh, Katie, I, I, I am always, when I get to talk to you, there's a smile that just kind of surfaces on my face and I'm filled with inspiration whenever I hear your voice. So thank you for inviting me to, to share whatever it is you want to talk about today. Thank you. The feeling is absolutely mutual. And um, it's it's great to talk to you and to check in again. And I guess, I guess really there's nowhere else that we could start then. How is this sheltering in place treating you? Well, you know, I, I have to say, you know, we talk about being socially distanced right now, but I think that we're physically distanced, but more socially connected than ever before. And so for me, number one, I, you know, this is my home uh, uh, where my family is, but I usually refer to United Airlines as my home away from home. Um, so I am <laughs> pretty happy to not be on an airplane. Uh, I travel five days a week um, to different countries. So for me to be anchored in Los Angeles with the sun out and, you know, my fa- surrounded by my family, I'm a pretty happy girl. And, you know, we've had to completely pivot our business from, you know, physical collaborative spaces to online virtual spaces. So it's been a, an interesting an interesting moment, an interesting pause moment, and an interesting pivot moment. Can you talk a little bit about that, about how you're pivoting and pausing and what this means becoming virtual during this time? Yeah, you know, so the female quotient is all about advancing women and advancing equality. And we do that in a number of different ways. One is experiential, where we bring uh, industry leaders together uh, across the globe from marketing, media, advertising, research, technology, world leaders, finance, um, to have these conversations around closing the gaps. What will it take? How do we get there? Um, And so a lot of our business, of course, is about relationships and trust and the power of collaboration. We also do that on university campuses, bringing the entry level, um, you know, women to the table through recruiting and connecting with Fortune 500 companies that are looking to, to hire. And then the second piece of our business is creating boot camps. We go into companies and help them become a quality fit through conscious mindset immersions and all around closing the gaps around parity policy pipeline and finding the pathway to to closing the gaps. So our business is really about being together and creating these trust relationships. So all of a sudden, of course, with COVID, um, where we are not shaking hands physically and we are not, you know, spending time together fully transparent about the good, bad and the ugly, um, we've had to pivot completely. So we talk about pivoting with positivity and proactivity. When you've got lemons, you got to make lemonade. And so within 24 hours, we completely went virtual. And so we've been hosting all of our quality lounges as virtual equality lounges, bringing all of our our partners to the conversation and engaging everyone. You know, quality just never stops. No matter what, you got to keep the conversation going and most importantly, the action going. And in the time of crisis in particular, the gaps are all widening for women. So if we thought we had a big gap before, that gap just widened. And we can talk about that with furloughs and pay reductions. Um, So we have to proactively plan 
how we are going to not get deeper and deeper in the hole. And then with the Equality Fit Boot Camps, I don't think there's ever been a more important time to bring leadership within corporations together to talk about the implications of crisis, but more importantly, the proactive planning around the solutions. So, you know, by by default, we just went virtual. Yeah. I had seen that you said on Instagram, there's no rule book, there's no textbook for what to do next. So you just have to figure it out. So what is sort of the guide, your internal guide that you're using to figure out what you want to do and how you want to set things up? Well, you know, I think, you know, I would say you got to follow your heart um, because there is no textbook uh, for success right now. It is, you know, moving and shifting and zigging and zagging as as we need to go, especially when we don't know the end date. If we knew that this is going to only last one more month, or if we knew that people will start gathering again and feeling comfortable, it's, these are all the unpredictables. And so that's where we just have to proactively plan and have the flexibility to, you know, mix and match accordingly. You know, you, you got to go with the moment really is, is I think what it's all about. And, you know, so number one for me, it's getting people to be conscious. You know, we talk a lot about unconscious bias. If you use the word unconscious, you're conscious. And so in this moment in time where leaders are all, we're all trying to, you know, maintain our business, grow our business and, you know, not miss a beat which does require us, you know, really migrating some of the things that we've been doing um, because we never want to go back. But what's the new forward? And a lot of it is that consciousness. If we sat down and asked ourselves a question, we know that on average, women make 80 cents on the dollar, black women, 64 cents on the dollar, Latinas, 53 cents on the dollar. And we know that caregiving is still predominantly a female issue. And we know in this moment of time, caregiving and working has to go hand in hand. It's complicated. We have to ask ourselves the question, if we're going to furlough employees and we're going to furlough women and we're going to do salary reductions and we're going to salary reduce women because they're predominantly entry level. I mean, we're seeing 60 percent of women being um, the most impacted by this and especially working moms on a whole other you know, level of enormity. These will affect our um, gaps when we return to whatever this new normal is. So one, it's about conscious choices. Let's put that in our planning mechanism as we're thinking about, um, you know, adjusting salaries, um, eliminating employees, furloughing people, cutting costs right and left. Let's put that front and center on the top of the sheet so that it can be a constant reminder that if we do impact women the most and on the forefront, it will have tremendous implications in the long run. So don't let the short short run overcome your long run agenda. I think that's number one. I think number two, accept the reality that we're in today. You can look at the glass half empty or the glass half full. Um, Let's move forward with positivity and use this as the silver lining. I mean, my team has never been more innovative, has never been more creative, and has never been more connected. And when those things happen, magic happens too. And, you know, you surprise yourself with how you can rise to, to new heights. So I think those are two things. 
So there are a few things I wanted to just um, to address there. First of all, why is it is it because women have um, lower some of their jobs are lower on the food chain? Why is it that the widening gap is is more on women right now? I think there's a number of things. One, caregiving. You know, I think juggling caregiving and juggling, you know, business in a home, you know, where, you know, a lot of people don't have their help coming in. They're now educators at the same time as uh, business leaders or, you know, entrepreneurs or, you know, small business owners are impacted significantly here. So I think caregiving is is one big challenge. The second most, a lot of entry level positions, which are the ones being furloughed, are women. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is really the second, you know, big, big piece. And, um, you know, the, the salary reductions, I think that, you know, we have so few women at the top to begin with making less than men. So we already had a big gap. So if we start cutting even more costs, that gap just continues to widen. You know, you mentioned working moms and, and moms that still have jobs. And of course, this goes for men and women, not just women. But women that still have jobs and are home right now trying to do their jobs and take care of their kids and do everything, and they're always in the same place. I'm hearing from so many people, my kids are older, I'm enjoying them being home because normally they wouldn't be. But I hear from so many women that, including my own employees, how difficult it is right now. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's why I said, you know, men and women, but women are still the primary caregiver, no matter what. Yes, our um, partners kicking in and, you know, helping out, but it, it, it sometimes it's more work telling someone exactly what to do and what to make and who to feed what, yeah. you know, than, than just doing it yourself. You know, as women, of course, we're multitaskers on steroids. And, you know, if we didn't have to do that before, we're, we have an overabundance on our to-do list, you know, of course. And so I think that, um, you know, that really is, is the challenge is being a primary caregiver and not just maintaining your family, but now becoming an educator. You know, we have to make sure our kids, you know, most kids are out of school. I think all kids are out of school. Um, so you've got you've got now that extra hat that you're wearing. So above and beyond being in business and, you know, fulfilling your you know work obligation, you also still have to take care of a family. And now you're an educator. So we just added one more huge layer, you know, on top of it all. Which really goes to talking about, you know, the mental part of all of this, because as you said, we don't know, we don't know when the end is or if there's going to be another wave and this new reality, the uncertainty of this new reality is very overwhelming. I'm wondering, are there things that you're doing with your employees or suggesting to your clients and their employees to try to help ease some of that tension? You know, I think what's really interesting, Katie, is this is also this moment where um, female skills or, you know, the powers that we possess are starting to surface and be recognized and visible. When you look at all the countries that are pivoting the best and adjusting the best and are the most proactive, um, it's countries run by women, number one. And when you look at the skills we need to get through this unprecedented moment um, and this this time that none of us have experience in. This is an unknown. There are some skills that matter. You know, one is compassion. The other is authenticity. 
The third is resiliency, you know, and, and empathy and being a great listener and being able to adapt in the moment. Those are amazing qualities right now. And so for me, I am really, I mean, I've always had those, but I am working really hard to make sure, A, I have a team of 26 full-time people. We have two times a week team huddles um, just to check in on each other, see how we're doing. We start with how we all are, stories that we want to share. I have a lot of my employees that are single, living alone. Um, it gets lonely, you know, being alone. I'm surrounded by six people full-time in my house. This is, my house is with my children and fiance and husband and, you know, whatever. My house is packed mm-hmm. all the time. But people that are by themselves, it gets, you know, a little lonely. So just making sure that everyone knows that they're, that we're all there. We are all still connected and we are all here for one another. So we do team trivia games, learning more about each other. You know, I think the best business is, is when you have a team that is connected and they care about one another. Um, and we've made team decisions. You know, we've had to cut costs. So we all agreed collectively to take salary costs uh, reductions so that we can keep all of us employed. It was a team decision that everyone on our team, you know, we don't look at essential and non-essential. We just made everybody, whether their job was necessary or not, we made everyone essential Mm -hmm. and they just had to put on a new hat and become relevant in the moment. Um, And so, you know, flexibility matters. You know, we we have, you know, our team huddles and we'll see kids and husbands and grandparents and dogs and cats and, you know, whatever <laughs> come in and, you know, enter into the conversation. And I love that. I just think that that is um, really bonding on so many levels to see people, um, you know, for who they are in their environment. So I think flexibility really matters and listening. I think that that's just, you know, not we're not all feeling great every minute of every day. You know, we've got we're a little nervous. We're afraid. You know, we've got business tension, you know, um, keeping our business going. You know, it's not all roses. You know, there's thorns in the roses and it's OK. You know, we all need to just accept the fact that this isn't going to be a perfect time. And that vulnerability is, for me, one of the most important things that we are acknowledging right now. We're all vulnerable and that's OK. I think that's a great point. Happy hours are good too, Katie. Those aren't bad either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have a friend who is turning 50 and she's having a happy hour today for 50 of her closest friends, which I thought was was pretty neat. But I think what you're saying about compassion and empathy, I mean, I, I have a much smaller team than you do, but I've said to, to my team, listen, a lot of them have small kids. I understand you're not going to be able to be on duty every second as you normally would. And I don't expect that, but let's just make sure we're covering for each other. So we're not dropping the ball anywhere. So let's just really make sure to be uh, communicating even more. We're already a virtual company, so it's, we're used to that, but, um, I think it's it's so it's so important. And what are you doing for yourself just to keep yourself sane? People are doing all sorts of things differently or spending more time if they can or going in the opposite direction and just, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Eating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Exactly. That that always helps. <laughs> carbs, carbs and carbs. Um, you know, first of all, I just want to reinforce what you said about communication. And I think that that is another very important 
um, skill that we are getting better and better at in this virtual world. You know, you start perfecting the communication piece. So, you know, we all as a team are collectively working on that. And even from interruption, I mean, we're 25 women and one, you know, guy, you know, you know, Alan very well. Alan! But, (laughs) But even in our Zoom calls, you know, we are practicing the art of listening and not interrupting. And, you know, because we're all a tile on the screen now, you can see if someone is trying to say something or if they're kind of putting their hand up to, you know, express themselves. I think it's really good training, yeah. by the way. So I just want to uh, reinforce your your concept of communication. Um, what am I doing? So I actually decided, just like you said, I have two options to sit and go into carb overload because I'm craving carbs or start WW. Um, so I did, I, I started Weight Watchers and just managing and controlling what I'm eating. I'm not really losing weight, but I'm at least maintaining. And then, you know, getting my um, health and wellness in, we've launched a series called Mindset Moments, which is a 15 minute. We do it um, every day at uh, noon Eastern time. And it, it might be a yoga person, a meditation person, a, a cooking, quick cooking tips, you know, just things that get your mind off of business and, you know, very inspiring and, you know, that, that breathe moment. And then for me, every time I'm not on a Zoom call, um, I do a walk and talk. So I'll take my phone with and my mask and my gloves. And I will walk around the block um, and just get some fresh air. So, um, and my Peloton bike is coming tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. I have a Peloton and I absolutely love it. I'm an early adapter living in Miami Beach. I don't like to be, I love to be outside, but I don't like to be outside, you know, on long bike rides getting so sweaty. So I got myself a Peloton, I think two years ago, and it's the best thing I ever did. I love it. I know I am. I am so excited. They every time I get this little email confirming delivery, you know, I'm always like worried <laughs> that they're going to say it's delayed. I'm like, no, and then it's this really great surprise saying your Peloton is coming tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. That's fantastic. So let me ask you a question. As I was thinking of the things I wanted to talk with you about, so much of it is what's going on in the moment. We can't ignore it. But at the same time, one of the things that is always so amazingly impressive about you is what a visionary you are for your company and where you see the industry going and where you see women in business going. And I'm curious, a year from now, you know, hoping that everything is okay in this COVID world, what do you want to see as the next chapter for your firm? Um, you know, I, I people keep talking about the new normal. I hope it's a better normal. I hope it's a more connected normal. I hope it's a more human normal um, and one where we don't just have these moments while there are some real down parts of it. Um, there are a lot of upside too. And I hope that we carry the good things that are happening forward. Um, we never go backwards. And so where do I see us? Um, a, you know, we are a very collaborative organization where we bring, you know, for-profit, not-for-profit, you know, any organization that is advancing women and advancing equality, we share, you know, our our spaces with everybody. So I think that it will be a time for us to even open wider uh, because there are a lot of businesses that are going to have a, a tough time 
recovering. So I want to make sure that everyone knows that we are a home for anyone that, um, you know, needs extra support and extra love and extra visibility. Um, so, you know, I hope that that effort of ours keeps expanding and, you know, we keep bringing more and more of us together. Um, I, I hope that all of our partners that are all Fortune 500 companies are uniting um, on equality and that diversity, inclusivity, equity, equality doesn't become a non-essential. It needs to stay top of mind, front and center, and that we stop talking about closing the gaps, but we actually start working on closing the gaps with solutions for change. So I hope we accelerate that you know, effort and, and put that front and center in everything that we do. Um, and I hope that we get back to being physically close instead of physically distance in the very near future and that conferences resume so that, you know, even though I think we can have these virtual conversations to um, amplify relationships, it can't replace a relationship completely. So I hope we get back to um, being together, you know, very soon. Me too. Right. And then, you know, for us in, in my business, there's a lot of things that we will take forward. Like I, right now I'm Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. But I got to tell you, I'm loving it. And I think it's such a powerful way to make sure that everyone has equal opportunity and access to participating in conversations. So Right now, it's an or for us, but I can't wait for it to become a new and. I agree. I, and I, I, one of the things I'm curious about, because as you said at the beginning, you travel so much. And I was I not in, at the same way as you all over the world, but really going to see clients almost every week between the West Coast and going to New York. And I'm wondering, do you think that business travel will be the same? Do you think you'll, you know when it's safe to do so, that you'll need to be going as many places and doing as many lounges. I know you just said that you want things to be back with, you know, not physically distanced and and I totally agree. But do you think that there'll be some semblance of maybe uh, midway between sometimes doing stuff in person and sometimes not? Yeah. You know, listen, I'm a three million miler on United Airlines. So, I mean, I'm someone that jumps on and off airplanes like I drive my car. I mean, it's, you know, really no big deal for me. Um, I believe, you know, for me personally, I now have found that I can do meetings, you know, that I already have really deep relationships with. I don't have to always be in person. You know, even if it's an eight person meeting, I think we can do a Zoom Instead of a conference call, I would do a Zoom one. Um, and instead of uh, necessarily jumping to be there in person, I could do supplemental. I wouldn't do replacement Zoom, but I would do supplemental Zoom, which might save me, you know, 10 to 15 percent of my travel, mm -hmm. you know, maybe even 20 percent. You know, so I think I can, you know, supplement with Zoom. Um, instead of just physically being there and, and maybe reduce my travel by 20%, I would say. Um, so I, I think that's, you know, a really good alternative. But we're also launching a dinner series. We're going to unite the world through the power of women in 100 countries. We are doing round one with the nucleus of women in every country virtually. And that will stick with or without, you know, 
return to work. We're going to do all those virtually because I think it's such a big idea. And then we will be hosting physical dinner parties in each of those countries with a few hundred women that I will do in person. So my 20% reduction from not traveling for just a, a business meeting, I think I will be adding back in to go to Qatar and to Bahrain and Saudi Arabia and Kenya and Hong Kong and, and you know, France, you know, everywhere bringing women together um, to connect the dots. So I think I'm going to replace the 20% somehow. <laughs> so two last things. In addition to that, those dinner series, which sound absolutely amazing. Katie, you gotta anything- get, we got to get you involved. We got to get you and Prospectus involved in that. We're yes. launching in about a week. Okay. So let's have yes, another please. conversation about that. Okay, done. Yes, please. And is there anything else that is happening um, that we should know about that's coming up with your series of what you're doing, things on Instagram or things we should look for right now? Yeah, thank you. So for anyone that wants to um, receive invitations to all the um, series that we're doing, I mean, we've hosted over 50 virtual conversations in the last month. So we're pretty active online. Um, you can visit us at, you know, thefemalequotient.com. You can follow us at Female Quotient or at Shelly's Alice. You'll be able to click on any link and participate. It's free for everyone. Um, and, you know, it's just a great way to A, ensure that the equality conversation keeps going, that we are all actively taking responsibility for closing the gaps together, um, that we are staying engaged and and busy, you know, number one. And when you don't want to be busy thinking about uh, the business of equality or listening to amazing women that are, you know, leading the way in so many areas, you can also just join a mindset moment, which is just a deep breathe moment. That sounds terrific. And you know, since we've had these conversations before, I love to just finish with one question, which is, and maybe it's the same, maybe it's changed. Is there a piece of advice that you could share with us that helps you get through your life and your career? Well, I think in this moment, my advice, which is in every moment, you know, we coined the phrase pivot with positivity and proactivity. Um, There's always a solution. You just got to find it. There's always a a no that you can look for, but more importantly, there's always a yes. So find the yes and bring others with you um, because we always say a woman alone has power. Collectively, we have impact. Never, ever, ever forget the importance of supporting one another, being there for one another. And uh, life is a lot more fun when you do it together and a lot more impactful. So true. And you're such a good example of leading the charge on that. Shelly, thank you so much for talking with us. Oh, Katie, you know, I just love you so much and can't wait to do so much more together. The feeling's absolutely mutual. And thank you for listening. 